fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, I did it. I did it today. I finally practiced it. We did our video transition perfectly on our live stream today in our TV broadcast. So, hey, you know what? We'll try and stick with that and make, <laughs> make it better every day. It's uh, it's more just things for me to mess with on the back end here, right? Welcome into the program. Hey, it is a post-Monday celebration. It is one heck of a day. Welcome into the broadcast. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we always love you and appreciate you very, very much. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. Hold on a second, man. i got to get a drink of water. I realized today I've been so busy running around all over the place like I am every day. But hold on here. Here we go. I am, I've been so busy today. I realized I sat down three minutes before the program and was getting everything together. And I realized that I have not drank a bit of water all day today, which I know is a really bad thing. You're not supposed to do that. Like your kidneys constantly need it. Your body constantly needs it. Then you get sick. Your kidneys start failing. You get dehydrated. You get really sick. You got to drink lots of water. And I had not drank a lick of anything all day today. And I felt fine. I've just been running around super busy, not thinking about it. But you got to stay healthy, man. So that's my word to the wisdom today. My wisdom words of the day is to stay hydrated, stay healthy, because you need to keep your immune system boosted, especially for us unvaccinated fools who are probably going to die from COVID-19, even though I don't think I've gotten COVID-19 yet, uh, as opposed to like those that have been triple vaxxed and still get COVID-19 like Jill Biden. <laughs> See what we did there? See, I'm tying in the whole story of the day. There, there it is. Jill Biden getting <laughs> testing positive after staying away from her husband, Joe, who got it twice. She now confirms her test for COVID-19 as well, and she is in isolation. Now, I say that at the time when the CDC comes out and say that you don't have to really quarantine. You don't have to really change your lifestyle if you get tested for COVID-19 because it's not as dangerous as what it used to be back in the day. So there is that. There is that. Welcome in. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. It is election day. Liz Cheney is about to be booted out of her seat. We'll cover that uh, throughout the program a little bit today. Uh, But there's two interviews that we're going to get to today. One here in just a minute. And at the bottom of the hour, right out of the gate here in about a minute, we're going to play our interview with Congressman Bob Latta from the 5th District of Ohio. We have him on about once a month. He's a great individual, great friend, and we'll get our update from energy usage, from the Inflation Reduction Act, and inflation, price of goods, and everything right now. As usual, we went way too long in that interview. And uh, while we'll upload that as an additional podcast thereafter for the full-length interview, bottom of this hour, a new guest on the program, U.S. Senator James Lankford out of the state of Oklahoma. Great guy. For the first time, we've been able to chat with him. And as you know, I first heard him when he was on some of those investigative committees in the U.S. Senate on uh, different things that the U.S. Senate was investigating, good things. And he was one of those calling, uh, calling individuals out, and I 
really enjoyed what he's had to say in some of those investigative committees. So we sat down with him. We talked about the debate on the Inflation Reduction Act and as well talking about the latest on the FBI raids on Trump as he is part of one of those committees investigating that incident as well. So there's a lot to get to along with the election today and the news from the DOJ and more. So with that being said, let's shift gears. Let's step aside for just a minute and let's talk with Congressman Bob Ladder from the 5th District of Ohio, who we sat down with earlier this morning. And this is what he had to say right here on The Voice of Reason. Congressman, how are you, my friend? Great. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, always good to chat with you. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about. We're going into primary season, election season across the country, which I want to talk about your uh, races and elections going on there in Ohio. But there's a lot of stuff going on, obviously, out of Washington, D.C. as well. Just this last week, unfortunately, the House passed the Inflation Reduction Act, and obviously it's going to lower inflation, right, Congressman? Well, you know, first of all, I thought we didn't have inflation because I thought the president said this is all transitory. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you're absolutely right. This is a uh, another makeup bill that the Democrats rushed through. They did it through with the budget reconciliation process, which means that over in the Senate, they only had to have one vote. And that turned out to be the vice president's vote to get this thing through. And in the House, uh, of course, they passed it with uh, every Democrat voting for it and every Republican voting against it. But we're going to see, uh, you know, taxes going up uh, for Americans. You know, the president promised that people making $400,000 or less wouldn't see a tax increase. Well, guess what? They're going to see a tax increase. Yeah. Uh, businesses out there are going to be struggling because I've always talked to folks already saying that they'll have to cut back on their employees to pay taxes with it now. And then you go into, uh, you know, $80 billion to the IRS. You know, first of all, the IRS has got about 25 million tax returns. They've got to still process. Yeah. And uh, so what they're going to do, they're going to turn loose 87,000 agents on people and farmers across the country. And that's going to be, a, that's going to hit hard. And then on the energy side, you know, it's all about the Green New Deal. And we're going to, you know, the, uh, from oil to natural gas to coal, once again, the war is on on there. So you know, just look at the, just a few things right off the bat on this thing. And Oh, and then health care. And then, so, you know, one last thing about health care. What they're going to do there is uh, we're going to see fewer cures because uh, the companies, the pharmaceuticals, won't have the dollars out there to invest in it to go out. And, you know, so it might be everything from Alzheimer's, uh, to uh, MS, the ALS, you name the disease, that we might not have a cure for. Even the Congressional Budget Office has said that. Yeah. How scary. There's a lot of stuff in that bill, and it seems like none of it actually has anything to do with inflation. I mean, it's more government spending. It's printing more money. It's, quote-unquote, investing more money at the federal level. But it's not actually doing anything to solve the economic problems that we have here, what it sounds like, as we're just hiring more IRS agents to get more money to the federal government and then to invest in, in programs that aren't necessarily effective or efficient. And we're not actually solving the problem that that's titled for the bill right now. It's a re, it, it seems like it's almost a revision of the Build Back Better plan and the Green New Deal that they've been trying to pass for the last two years. Well, you're absolutely right, because again, the reason we saw this massive inflation that we have today is the $1.9 trillion bill that the Democrats passed with the president last year early on. And this everybody agreed. That's what fueled the inflation we have. So when you're out there doing one thing, spending more money, what we don't have, we're going to see higher inflation. And at the same time, 
you know, we've gone into a recession in this country because you only know, have two downturns in two quarters. That's a recession. And even the president, you know, he can't admit it, but everybody else is. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Now, the other concern about this with the expansion of the IRS agents is that we're also seeing them uh, with the applications for individuals to be hired and also with uh, this bill allowing them to be armed. And we're talking about armed IRS agents to do more audits, to go in and try and take more money and to use deadly force if possible. I mean, Congresswoman, is this the truth? I mean, are we looking at a militarized IRS to say, hey, you need to pay this. And if you don't, then we're going to come after you here. Well, I tell you, you know, this is what uh, we see that the Democrats doing. This is, you know, again, that elections have consequences. And, uh, you know, the, the reason this economy took off was because back when Republicans controlled the House and the Senate, Donald Trump as president signed that bill that reduced, you know, taxes across the board for Americans. Our economy exploded. And look, we're in, and now what they're trying to do is destroy everything that was done. And I know that uh, there's a member out there that I think he's going to introduce a bill. If he hasn't done it already, the bill would say that, well, we won't appropriate any money for any ammunition for the IRS. That is good news. That is good news. Although I know they've been buying it up uh, slowly over the past few years. So let's see how much they actually have on hand with them. At the same time, I know you talk a lot about energy. You're on the different committees uh, regarding energy and efficiency here in the, in the country as well. Now we're investing in this Green New Deal. We're trying to get electric vehicles. We're trying to overhaul the entire system uh, when it comes to energy. We're going into what they say is going to be an extremely cold season. Again, like we saw a couple of years ago, is our grid prepared for what's going to happen this uh, this fall and this wintertime? Or are we going to start seeing some more blackouts across the country? Well, okay, you bring up an excellent point. If you go back to 2014, we had a polar vortex across this country. We had one here in the state of Ohio. And when you think of all the, the industry that we have, especially in my district, from steel to glass, to having the largest uh, food processing plant in the world, I can just go down the list. But across the state of Ohio, every power plant was at peak, but we did not have a blackout or a brownout in the state of Ohio. Today, a lot of these plants have been closed down because, of course, they, they can't meet the EPA standards or they said that they just can't, they're not affordable to do that, uh, to meet those standards. So, uh, we have a, a real problem because not only is it uh, how much power we can generate in this country, but the other question is, do we have the, is our grid up to, you know, to be able to handle it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, these are things I've been working on. But uh, again, if you start taking uh, facilities offline, and uh, because again, when you think about natural gas, coal-fired, nuclear, these are all base, your, your, your base load. And if you don't have the base load, that's what runs things. Uh, you know, usually you think of your alternative energy out there as more on the peaking side, but uh, to run your your factories and your businesses that keep this economy going, you got to have base load out there. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. It's really scary to think where we could be. And uh, I mean, the prices went up as well. I mean, we're still paying off an electric bill and a gas bill from that 2019 cold front that came in, or 2021, whatever it was, cold front that came in. Uh, just a couple of years ago, and uh, because we saw the price of natural gas go up to like $600 per cubic foot, I mean, is that a concern again as well, or do you think energy companies are actually prepared for this moving forward? Well, and again, what you've seen with this uh, new bill that the Democrats just got uh, signed into law, that uh, you're going to see, again, a war on natural gas, a war on uh, oil in this country, yeah. and so you're going to see higher prices, and we're already starting to see it because, again, 
it's hard to believe just a few years ago that we were touting in this country that we could outproduce any country in the world in natural gas production when we were told, you know, decades before we had done. And, with, you know, uh, prior to this administration that we were able to go out on any given day and outproduce Saudi Arabia or Russia in oil production. And when you have the president of the United States begging the Saudis, you know, talking about Venezuela, and uh, even before the Ukraine invasion, talking to Russia to increase their oil production, you know, this is crazy because, again, we want to make sure that we're doing it here in the United States, that we're keeping our dollars here and keeping Americans employed and, and not making, making us, you know, dependent on countries that don't like us. Yeah, amen to that. We're talking with Congressman Bob Latta from the 5th District of Ohio. Let's talk about that for just a second. Let's talk about the supply chains and not only inflation, but the price of food especially. We've seen the reports that food year over year is near 10.6% higher overall with inflation. Eggs specifically are almost 40% higher year over year right now. Are we getting back on track? Are we actually going to see f- prices of food start going down. Obviously, this, there's been an impact with the Russia and Ukrainian issue, the breadbasket of Europe with Ukraine not being able to export a lot of their grains. I know they're trying to start to now out of that Black Sea port. But outside of that, are we going to start seeing food prices go down or is this something we're going to have to battle for a while? There we go. So that we're going to have to answer that question when we come back here as I kind of timed that one out a little bit wrong. And we have our heartbreak coming up here in just a second. So that's Congressman Bob Latta. We'll play that last little bit here on the program right around the corner. Also, we'll uh, post the uploaded extended interview of Congressman Bob Latta because we usually go about 20, 25 minutes or so. And we did again, like usual. So we'll upload that as our additional podcast after the program today. Lots to get to, lots to talk about. Boy, what a Tuesday. It's Election Tuesday for some states. We'll cover that when we come back around the corner as well. It's the voice of reason. Let's get things rolling right here on a post-Monday celebration right here on the voice of reason. The voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reasons throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome back into the program. Making things happen, making magic happen here on a post-Monday celebration. Trying to enjoy every single day. Uh, so I've realized that I'm not going to play the rest of that interview with Bob Latta. Because there was another like 10 minutes to it anyways. And uh, I didn't want to just get a minute answer. So we're actually going to. Uh, if you want to listen to the rest of that, which I highly encourage that you do, we will be uploading that as our separate special featured podcast of the day once the show is done and over this afternoon you can find us on any of your favorite podcasting sites the voice of reason with andy hoosier you can subscribe listen to it and we'll have the regular episode after the show along with the uh, extended special feature from bob latta in a couple of minutes we're also going to play our interview with senator james langford from the state of oklahoma and a new guest here on the program looking forward to chatting with him but before we do all of that we need to talk about what's trending today What's trending today? It is an election day, especially for the big one that all eyes are on with the state of Wyoming. 60% of the county Republican parties across the state of Wyoming disowning Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney pulling out the big guns, meaning her daddy, to try and campaign for her to say how important it is for Liz Cheney to continue her personal tirade against former President Donald Trump. I know. I know. If that's what we're spending taxpayer money on, then you know what? We are validating the fact that we spend way too much wasteful money in Washington, D.C. According to RollCall.com, going into today, the challenger, Harriet Hegman, was up by double digits over Liz Cheney. And her final message to the American people into the state of Wyoming was, quote, I want to talk to citizens across our great state and all across our country. According to RollCall.com, her quote Like many candidates across this country, my opponents in Wyoming have said that the 2020 election was rigged and stolen. No one who understands our nation laws, no one with an honest, honorable, genuine commitment to our Constitution would say that. It is a cancer that threatens our great republic. If we don't condemn these lies, if we do not hold those responsible to account, we will be excusing this conduct and it will be a feature of all elections. America will never be the same. Now. Regardless of whether you believe in the election in 2020 being stolen or not stolen is regardless of the point. The individual is out of office and you just need to walk away from it and focus on, I don't know, things in your district. You're a congresswoman from Wyoming. You represent a portion of the population in Wyoming, period, end of story. But she doesn't quite seem to do that. She's kind of gotten on the bandwagon of the establishment Republican side of, well, okay, that's great, but I'm not really going to do much for my district. I'm going to focus on national issues and be the front person for that one. She's kind of expected to lose, obviously, with a with a double-digit loss uh, of the polls going into Election Day today. I am excited, and we'll celebrate tomorrow here on the program when we come back and show that she has lost her election there. The next question, though, is what is her future? Because she is a high-profile individual, whether we like it or not, whether we admit it or not, she is a high-profile. She's a Cheney. 
She's the daughter of former Vice President Dick Cheney, an extremely wealthy family who runs Halliburton, and her political career is not going to be over. Some say that she could be running for president shortly after because she's going to be the next John Kasich to ruin the Republican Party and bring in the moderate fluff back in to disrupt the conservative movement. She is the last of the 10 Republicans, according to RollCall.com, who voted to impeach Trump to face the primary and the one who, by most measures, faces the steepest odds in re-election. This is one to watch tonight as Liz Cheney is going to be on the way out. And this is good news because while Republicans try to work on the party and find our branding, we can find our message again through those that actually support conservative agendas. And while she did vote for some Trump agenda while she was a congresswoman, she has realized that now to her, and according to her eyes, the most important issue is not to focus on socialists and Democrats wanting to destroy the nation, but wanting to cleanse the party from the outsiders that are not supposed to be there. And that has been her agenda, and that is why she needs to say goodbye, and why, as we've talked to many constituents in the state of Wyoming over the past few months, I think they're excited to vote her out of office going into tonight and bring conservatism back to the wonderful great state of Wyoming. There it is. When we come back, right around the corner, U.S. Senator James Langford from the state of Oklahoma. We'll do that one right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As always, really happy to have this guy on the show. Uh, First time on The Voice of Reason with us here. He is the great senator from the great state of Oklahoma. Happy to have on the program Senator James Langford with us here. Senator, how are you, my friend? I'm doing actually very well. Thank you. Hey, good to talk with you. There's a lot going on in D.C., unfortunately, and not in the direction that we'd like to see. Uh, I want to start off with this Inflation Reduction Act that was passed, unfortunately, in the Senate with the tiebreaker vote from the vice president. Now it's been passed by the House, and it's headed over to the desk for the president to sign. Senator, I have an inkling that this is not actually going to reduce inflation in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) It's not just your inkling. It's actually all of the economists that are looking at it. More than 200 economists studied this before the bill actually passed and uh, sent a letter into Chuck Schumer saying, we've all looked at this as economists. This will not reduce inflation. I mean, you can choose to pass this or not pass it, but it don't say it reduces inflation. It won't. Uh, the Congressional Budget Office also looked at it and examined it. Uh, that nonpartisan office determined this will not reduce inflation. 
there's nothing in this bill that will reduce inflation. It's just the new name. This this bill started out two years ago as the Green New Deal, mm. and then the Green New Deal became unpopular, and so then they started calling it Build Back Better, and uh, they changed a couple of things in it. Now it's going to be Build Back Better, and then that didn't work out either, and so then they changed a couple of things again on it, kept most of it, and they called it the Inflation Reduction Act, but there's nothing in it reduced inflation. Uh, the, I mean, the, the big items that are in it, uh, there's a price control piece uh, for Medicare that will most certainly reduce the number of drugs available uh, to our senior citizens. That's a major problem to us. Uh, there is a new hiring of IRS agents, uh, how they're trying to sell this to the American people uh, to say, if only we could have more IRS audits, inflation will go down. I've yet to find anyone else that doesn't scratch their head and say it doesn't make sense. They've got billions of dollars in environmental workshops. Uh, that are in it. Again, I don't know anyone that says what we really need to reduce inflation is more environmental workshops. Uh, So it it is definitely not about inflation reduction. Uh, This is about uh, three quarters of a trillion dollars in new tax spend. It is unbelievable. What changed the minds of individuals like Joe Manchin, who stopped the Build Back Better plan, who stopped the Green New Deal before? I mean, what was the conversation like on the Senate floor? And what was that game changer for those individuals to actually give it support and let it go through? Well, what was interesting for Joe Manchin was he said, well, he wanted to be able to add some new tax uh, protections for coal uh, to be able to protect his state in North Carolina. But the trade-off was they did big hits to oil and gas uh, in it. And so for natural gas, for instance, uh, the uh, agencies and the entities that do natural gas say they expect the price of natural gas to go at 17 percent across the country because of this bill. So while coal has helped, uh, people that use natural gas are definitely hurt. And uh, oil is definitely hurt because there's a dramatic increase in taxes uh, on oil on the production side of it. Uh, and then there's also restriction on leasing on federal lands. Uh, that's about a quarter of the oil and gas that we use in America comes off federal lands. Uh, but there's a big new price increase for that, which basically means people will do less drilling in those areas and raise the price for us. Wow. Uh, so while he got a kickback for coal, it doesn't help the rest of us. So looking at the energy right now, we're seeing gas prices that are trying to creep back down, but they're still relatively high. We're still paying off a lot of energy and natural gas bills from that cold stint we saw just about a year or so ago. What could we see going into another year where right now we're battling triple-digit weather across the most of the country right now? We could see a colder-than-normal winter coming up here soon. Are we going to see some really high electric bills and natural gas bills? Yeah, we very well could. Of course, that no, no one can really predict exactly what that's going to be. Uh, but I would say the energy companies that I've talked to are all talking about slowing down hiring and slowing down new production because they're trying to figure out well, all the new tax fees and everything else that would just slipped into this bill. And uh, so as they've got to figure out their overhead costs, just like everybody else does, uh, that uh, that hesitation will just raise the price of oil. So I anticipate oil prices and gasoline and diesel prices will start ticking back up a little bit in the months ahead uh, as the supply gets choked off in the days ahead as well. Uh, so it, 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 it has been a difficult thing for this administration uh, because they keep figuring out or trying to figure out how to be able to bring down the price of gasoline by still limiting supply uh, because they don't want oil and gas used. Uh, but the problem is <laughs> we have to have it as Americans. Uh, so they're, they're trying to be able to end the supply, which raises the price uh, at the same time that more Americans say, hey, I need that and we need to produce more of it to get the price down. 
I'm sensing a lack of common sense on that policy from that side of the aisle. So that's yeah. interesting. On the other front, you mentioned the IRS agents were hiring, like you said, 80, 87,000 IRS agents, but armed agents at the same time. We've seen the IRS buying up ammunition over the last few years. Now they want to audit individuals, and they say it's for $400,000 and more for individuals making uh, those salaries. But at the end of the day, Senator, you know, I mean, the middle class is where the vast majority of tax income comes into for the federal government, at what point are we going to see everybody essentially have their own personal IRS agent where they just do an audit every single year on us? <laughs> yeah, I hope we never get to that spot. Our tax code is built on honesty and on Americans actually being Americans and doing the right thing because we do very typically. Now, we do have some audits out there just to be able to do a spot audit. Uh, but what's happened now is Democrats have said to reduce inflation, they're going to increase the number of IRS audits. Uh, I have no idea how those two actually connect to each other. Uh, the, the most basic way to be able to look at this is they're giving $80 billion to the IRS to be able to hire new agents, and they're telling the IRS, you need to, from that money and from that hiring, raise $200 billion in new money coming into the Treasury for that. So th this would be the equivalent of saying some small town built a new city hall, and to pay for it, hired a new police officer, and his job is to get a lot more tickets as people driving the highway through town and uh, to be able to pay for the new city hall. Uh, so the IRS has been given a quota uh, to say you've got to hire more agents to pay for not only the agents, to, but to bring in an additional $200 billion. There is no restriction in the law that was passed. There's no restriction at all of who can be audited. And I know the administration is trying to say, well, this is only going to be about $400,000 and up. But that, that's a nice little statement to make, except the bill itself does not require that. It is for everybody. Uh, there'll be an increase in audits. That's why I've actually called this bill, instead of the Inflation Reduction Act, I've called it the CPA Hiring Act, uh, because everyone now is going to have to get additional tax help, because everyone's going to be afraid of an audit. Because quite frankly, our tax policy is so complicated, most folks, when they do their taxes, turn it in and think, I hope that was right. Now you've got to live in fear. That's a very real fear that you're going to get an audit on the backside of it. Well, it's unfortunate. And then we see as well with the political bias potentially that comes from where the audits come from and who's getting audited across the nation as well. It's U.S. Senator James uh, Langford. Yeah. We got just a couple of minutes here with you, and I appreciate your time. But I got to ask you about the other big issue that's been making the news over the last week or so, obviously, the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago and Trump's home. Uh, I know that you've been on a lot of the committees in the Senate doing investigative work over the last few years on issues. What's your take on this issue as we start to investigate what the heck happened with the FBI showing up in Mar-a-Lago and just stealing every document that Trump had? Yep. Yeah, so there's three different groups that are doing investigations. I'm on one of those. Homeland Security Committee actually has direct oversight of the National Archives. We've already started the process with the National Archives to say, what is the hurry here? These are historic documents that typically the lawyers from the president's team and the lawyers from National Archives will sit down at a table, we'll look at documents together, and we'll make decisions. That's very normal in how this would actually be done in the past. But instead of doing that, they're sending in FBI agents to be able to come and say, no, we demand all these documents, plus a whole lot more. Uh, we already know, for instance, they scooped up the president's passport. Why in the world? That is a historic document. Uh, I would have no idea. Uh, but going through all of his personal papers, going through things that have attorney-client privilege, uh, going through things that are not related to the National Archives, they just scoop it all up and then sort it out. That's not the way it's ever been done ever in the history of our country before. So, yes, I've got direct oversight over National Archives. We're going after them. There's a different group that's doing direct oversight of FBI saying, how did you get this broad warrant uh, that basically said they could go get every piece of paper they want to get? 
And uh, so that's a whole group of us on Judiciary Committee. And then there's also the Intelligence Committee uh, that has already demanded uh, access to these documents to, that they say were classified to say, we want to see if these were actually declassified, that you're just declaring them to be classified documents as well. And uh, so there's a lot of oversight that has already begun on this. And uh, this will take a long time of a battle uh, internally in D.C. But uh, yes, there's already oversight actually going, including myself, the committee that I serve on. Good. Well, there it needs to be because it seems so fishy at the same time, according to Trump's attorney, uh, she's come out and said as well that uh, during this process, they've requested an independent uh, investigation as well to kind of oversee everything as a third party objector. And they've denied that as well. And they've tried to request not to have that, which just seems, again, really fishy to me, doesn't it? It, it is really fishy. What's interesting is the um, FBI and Department of Justice and Merrick Garland came out and said, well, we want full transparency on this and we want the, the uh, actual search warrant in the inventory list made public. And President Trump came back and said, yes, well, I want those two made public, as well as the document that the FBI first put out requesting the search warrant. And uh, the FBI is suddenly coming back and saying, well, we don't want that kind of transparency. <laughs> we only want the documents released that we want released. We don't want the other documents released. So that's a huge issue as well, where clearly the Department of Justice is trying to get certain things out and certain things they're trying to be able to protect in this uh, to be able to help guard them. So uh, if we're going to have full transparency, let's get it all out and so the American people can get a chance to be able to see what's actually going on at Department of Justice, then let's have real accountability there. Amen to that. A lot of investigation. I know you guys are on it. I love what you do up in Washington, D.C. Keep up the fight. In about 30 seconds, do you think the election in November is going to allow us to give us a bit more free reign in the House and or the Senate to be able to do these investigations, to do them right, and get things back on track? I do, actually. I think we win the House probably by 25 or 30 seats. Uh, that allows uh, the uh, House representatives to start doing hearings that have not been done. We win it in the Senate. I think by a couple of seats, uh, that allows us to start doing hearings. For instance, I serve on Homeland Security hearing, and we're not doing any hearings on immigration. They're just being blocked out on any immigration hearings in the worst season for illegal immigration ever. So, yes, things change dramatically uh, with real oversight happening on this administration after November. It's the man himself. I love what you're doing up there. Keep up the fight, my friend. It's U.S. Senator James Lankford from the great state of Oklahoma. We love it. we got to get you back on the show again soon, my friend. Look forward to it. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Boy, what a program. What a program. Congressman Bob Latta at the beginning of the show. U.S. Senator James Langford from Oklahoma at the bottom of the hour. We appreciate their times very much. Now, the next question is, what do we do? What do we do about all this? We have the investigations. They're investigating Trump. We have the January 6th investigative committee. We have the FBI investigation on Trump. Now we have committees that are investigating the FBI on their investigation of Donald Trump. We have uh, different investigative committees that are investing the different aspects of it, the legality of it, what they're actually doing. We're trying to release some of this to the public. And I know it's frazzling, it's annoying, and it's frustrating for all of us here on the consumeristic end sitting here saying, wait a second, when are we going to see bad guys actually be punished for their crimes? When are we going to see corrupt politicians and corrupt individuals actually be punished for what they got caught doing as opposed to just years upon years of investigations trying to get information out. Now, I will say there is an importance to the investigations and the committees to at least get information out. But outside of that, that's about all that they're good for is to get the information out. Now, as a media individual, as a talk show host and other hosts and different podcasts and different TV shows and radio shows, I mean, that's our duty to take from that and then to show exactly what those investigations found. But outside of that, most of the politicians go into those investigative committees for their sound bites to sound like they're really talking tough. But where does it actually lead? And I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it's needed, but that can't be the end of the road. We heard the investigations on a little bit on Hillary Clinton and we had what like the two-day testimony where the media wasn't even talking about what she said but if you remember after the Benghazi incident she sat down and for the two days straight she sat there and how how tiring it is for her and how stressful it is for her and how long she had to sit there for 12 hours at a time and take quick little 10-minute breaks and how difficult it was for Hillary Clinton to sit there they didn't cover that they didn't care and that was when she came out and said at what point does it really matter anymore Who cares? Let's just drag this on out long enough to where people get tired of it. They want to hear about something else juicy going on at the time, and then it just disappears and we forget all about it. And that's unfortunately where a lot of these investigative committees come to. What needs to happen, Andy, what can we do? What needs to happen is we need to take those investigations after the information comes out and the facts come out and truth, because truth always comes out in the end, right? 
It's at least that's what we say, and I still firmly believe that in my personal life and in society, I strongly believe that the truth always comes out in the end one way or another, that we use the truth to uphold what we believe in is our limited government constitutional family values in this nation. And at the same time, we reform and we have to focus on our next step beyond just the investigation is focusing attention on reforming the law enforcement of the nation. I'm not talking about your local cops, your your county sheriff or your city police chief or whatever, which you can talk about that as well. But I'm talking about in this point, I'm talking about the investigation and cleaning up the corruption within our national law enforcement, our CIA, our FBI, these agencies that are the ones that are supposed to be holding the law upheld within our agencies, within our phone, our own government, our judicial system that says, all right, here's the investigation. It's laid out very clearly, Hillary Clinton, that you were indicted to bring in all these emails and you deleted them and you used them on a public server and you deleted all of these and you didn't follow the rules. There needs to be repercussion, not just because you're worth billions of dollars and that you just paid us off and that you're going to sit at home in your house arrest, quote unquote, and you're going to live out your life and you're going to still get paid a half a million dollars to go and speak and then try and run for president of the United States. Uh Uh-uh. Ain't going to fly. Not going to happen. You need to be reprimanded for the punishments and what you did because you are not above the law. That is the next step we have to focus on. Investigations are great. Getting the information out is great if it's done properly and if it's not a sham like we're seeing with January 6th where they're like, hey, Hutchinson, what happened? Well, Donald Trump totally reached across the, you know, from the Secret Service guy and grabbed the steering wheel and like choked out the Secret Service guy when he's in the back of the limo because he stretched Armstrong. Didn't you know that? Donald Trump, he's the most evil person on the face of the earth and he stretched Armstrong and he reached across, he slapped the Secret Service guy across the face. He grabbed the steering wheel, choked him out, and drove himself over to the rally because Donald Trump is the devil. Those investigations we could probably sweep under the rug and say, wow, that was really stupid and a total waste of taxpayer money. Thank you, Liz Cheney. That's why you're going to lose in the election tonight, you jerk. (laughs) Outside of that, investigations are good. Getting information out is nice. What's the next step? the law enforcement, and the punishment for those that actually broke the law. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Our special feature extended podcast also up in just a little bit as well. Lots to cover tomorrow. Hopefully we'll be on the air celebrating the end of the political career of Liz Cheney. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.